It's spoiler in time, folks. And and the the gist of it is we spend a lot of time on our other show, Cord Killers, figuring out how to watch things, all the services and everything. But then we watch them and we want to talk about them. So that's what this is. This week, we are going to talk about Picard, Season 3, Episode 8, Ted Lasso, Season 3, Episode 4, and Succession, Season 3, Episode 3. I'm Tom Merritt. He is Brian Brushwood. Tom, uh... I don't normally make a big thing of like, you know, throwing you an audible and demanding things on the spot, but what say this week for the first mm. time, we mm. just start with hands down the best hour of television that has appeared in years. Well, there was no Johnny Carson this week. So instead we'll start with succession season three, episode three, uh, Brian captivating doesn't even do justice to this episode of succession. I, uh, here's the secret to great magic. Put everything in front of everybody in such a way that it's there the entire time. Mm -hmm. And then let them way too late realize what's happening. They pulled off a very, very good narrative magic trick. Everything about this. Everything about this show, everything about the characters, everything about the writing, everything about the performances led me to believe this was more trickery horse apples. Instead, yeah. it was an astonishingly accurate representation of the way we deal with real death in the 21st century. The, uh, and, the and, quietness, and, the remoteness, the denial, all of it. Uh, I, at the risk of making things not fun, uh, I experienced my brother's death over the phone. Mm -hmm. I called our friend Mike TV and I said, it's been a while since we've heard from my brother. Would you check on him? He's like, yeah, he's just down, you know, a few doors down. And then I experienced the radio play of Mike TV discovering my brother's dead body. Um, this was that. However, because they have done so much trickery, so much shenanigans, Logan Roy is so feral and feisty that they led us down the garden path of believing that uh, this was more horse apples. And then they revealed the truth. Nope. It's exactly what it looks like. And you're right there with Roman. You're like, um, but they haven't said it. They haven't called it. A doctor hasn't called it like, and I'm sitting there thinking, man, with this show, you know, there's a chance that he's the amazing Logan Roy who cheated death. They, they'd given him up for dead, you know, and there's a whole plot scenario built around that where he's angry that they gave up on him. And I, you know, I was, I was spinning that whole tale in my head, even as I knew it wasn't true. Right. Even well, it, it, you know, you yeah. Well, and, and part of me wants to go back and double check because there's two moments they show the chest compressions. Uh, the first moment, I could swear, uh, and it, I'm certain it was intentionally set up to be this way, I could swear that it looked an awful lot like somebody was working on a practice dummy and mm -hmm. that it was an intentional like, oh, I get it. This is all a fake out. Notice mm -hmm. how they're not showing Logan Roy. Uh, and then, and then, you know, 40 minutes in, it's like, nope, that's his actual dead body. And here are all of his minions 
figuring out how to carve up the corpse of his empire. Um, this might have been one, if not top 10, top 20 or 30 greatest television moments I've ever seen. Full stop. Uh, is, is that overstating it, Tom? Uh, no, I, I, I really would have to sit down and think like, okay, where would I slot it in? Uh, but that's akin to starting to draft the statement just in case he's really dead. Cause we all think he is like, I, it, it was one of the greatest episodes of television. I don't know where it slots in. It doesn't matter. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing in multiple ways. Uh, the choice to treat Logan Roy with respect so much that we only see him uh, after he has collapsed once uh, we, we, we kind of see uh, the edge of his face a couple of times, but there is one time where they put the phone down uh, next to his face, where we see his face uh, the rest of the time you're having the experience that they are having on the boat, which is you're just getting everything filtered through Tom and you don't know what's really going on. Apparently, uh, they, they had the guy who plays Tom on the phone in London calling in. So he's literally on the phone with them when they were shooting that part, uh, on the boat and they shot in real time. They shot it like a play, right? Uh, they, they just, they just ran in real time. Well, and, and, uh, and because they shot on film, they could only do 10. This is by the way, Tom, thing. the yeah, first yeah. time I've watched the featurette after yeah. a succession episode. And so I you, you got that like, story. About I mean, them. that's something. The fact the yeah. fact that they laid out the fact that uh, you could only do 10 minutes of film at a time. So we had multiple cameras. Each one was loaded at all times. Um, that's Hitchcock level stuff right there. Yeah. Well, and uh, it's also. It's also a new story that I, I can't think of anywhere else I've seen and especially in a show that that prides itself on being a bit of a cartoon of of you know it's essentially arrested development but what if it was serious mm -hmm. um that was a very real moment um uh, Br Bryce uh, talk talk me through what it was like for your experience and at what point you suspected things and at what point you realized things I, I I definitely had the same feeling of like they're they're gonna they're, this is fa this is gonna be a, a a faint right this is gonna be a play this is a move by Logan we just had him uh, confront the kids last episode in the karaoke room and I it, I kept having this even though we were cutting back and forth between the plane and the the kids on the boat. Um, I still, I, I, I was there with, with them mentally of like, eh, are are you sure? Are, are you sure? Um, because there's just so much doubt. The characters and the viewers have all of this doubt around the Roy's, especially Logan. Um, you don't take yeah. Brian Cox out of the story in episode three, do you? Right. Do you? Well, especially in such a totally unceremonious, you know, quiet off camera way that would be the dumbest thing ever which of course was is it dumb exactly why exactly. it was brilliant yeah. <laughs> you, you know is it dumb i mean are no no I mean, it, it's like, it, it is objectively sort of brilliant in, yeah, yeah. but it's brilliant because like, well, they never do that yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. would never believe they would do that yeah yeah um uh, it's, I, I, it was it was almost res I, I i thought it was maybe a little respectful almost to try to not give us the sit to give us the image of him 
dying on the toilet. Like, he died on the toilet. That could have been, you could have hung that up. You could have had Connor saying that every five minutes just to be like a, a as a joke bit. But they yeah. really, really took this uh, very, very gravely and seriously in a way that I respected. Um, which meant not showing him dying on the crapper like a Game of Thrones character. Well, and they, they also, uh, well, yeah, because they had to break into the toilet, right? Yeah. Uh, so who knows how long. There was a little confusion about whether he was still breathing or not when they first called, and then he wasn't breathing, and it became, you know, progressively more and more clear what was happening. Uh, there's also the fact that they've been seeding this. Remember, he's been having moments where he's like, Oh, I, I started to feel faint. No, I'm fine. Uh, yeah, it was just a little, little pain. Like this has been coming on and he ignored it. Um, which is what happens the, you know, people don't want to think that that's what's happening. And so they ignore it. Uh, and I mean, I'm, it happened to my grandfather, uh, and, and he died on the toilet, uh, exactly the, the same way, a little older than, than Logan is in this, but you know, it's, it's nonetheless, this, this was all very real. Uh, and any of us who have experienced uh, well, a death and, 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 in and our family. Remarkably, it was real in a way that they managed to slip it underneath the radar where it's like, well, I mean, it can't be yet. Yeah, yes, this is what it is in a real world. But and then all of a sudden turns out to be really real. Yeah. 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 Um, just an incredible episode of television. Um, How do you feel that? Connor and Willis still got married at the end. They basically eloped once everyone left. To to be honest, that rose my respect for Connor as a character like a hundredfold. Which, really? Why? How can you? Uh, not why, but can you walk well, me through that? Connor has been the entire series a clown who is slightly outside of the real Roy's, and in that moment. I feel like I saw Connor as a man and dare I say somebody who as a independent third party voter might consider voting for president because, you know, his father died uh, and he had a frank conversation with his uh, girl and they agreed if not, if this isn't love, it's something and they wanted to go forward and they did it without ceremony, without trying. Because keep in mind, like the, the whole purpose of the wedding was to be a spectacle. And instead, they did it quietly. And I feel like we saw Connor really evolve, or, or at least presented Connor as an evolved person in that moment. And I, I like that a lot. Also, uh, hats off. Uh, hey, Emmys, let's say we make a new category the best script that never finishes one sentence. Uh, that goes to this show. Yeah, uh, it's tight from top to bottom, but also ad-libbed, uh, including the the hug uh, at the end. One, one thing I read today was that uh, the the moment after the the press conference, or maybe right before, I can't remember now for sure, uh, the four characters, the the brothers and sisters, uh, hugged each other naturally. Like that was not in the script; they just did it, and it was beautiful. The other thing is, they filmed beyond what we saw at the end, uh, where we we just see Kendall kind of staring uh, as the hospital 
you know, or as the ambulance is loaded, uh, original, they have footage of Kendall walking off, uh, and the ambulance driving off and you're just left with an empty tarmac. They decided it was more powerful to go with Kendall's performance there, which I'm not going to second guess, but I kind of like that idea of it, of it just ending with, with everything driving off. Maybe it feels too much like a series finale to do that, but I like that idea. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bryce and I were uh, talking. We try really hard not to talk about things before the show so that we get safer for the show, but we ended up talking about um, who's a method actor and who's not. And uh, the guy who plays Kendall is very method, as you could tell, because he's clearly or being somebody else in the featurette afterwards or whatever. Um, but uh, in the featurette, I really dug... Uh, Kieran Culkin talking about how he had a hard time, like, like, you know, that, that was a two week shoot. So for two weeks he had to live in that one awful mm -hmm. moment and he had a hard time letting it go. And it was very exhausting for him. And I believe it, it, it shows, I mean, especially for Roman as a character, um, somebody who is, you know, mostly a coward, uh, but also fairly honest, uh, but also, I don't, I don't know, man, it, it, I need to watch it again. And that may be the highest compliment I can mm -hmm. pay to a TV program. The other thing is, uh, this makes for a compelling final run of episodes. Uh, it is truly succession. Now, this is no longer who's going to take over for dad. Who's he going to nominate? This is who is going to claw the title back. It is now all bets are off. There is no stabilizing influence at the center. There's no one to overthrow. It's an empty throne. And we've got the war of the roses. The, the, uh, there was definitely like at that 40 minute mark where I realized, Oh wait, no, they're definitely for reals killing off Logan Roy. I thought to myself, like, like instinctively, I thought, Oh, knives out. Yeah. Like, it's coming now. Like yeah. no, everybody for themselves. Uh, including people who were about to be fired like Jerry, right? Uh, there's a there's a scene in the in the late, you know later this season on Succession where where I think it's Roman uh, makes a remark that half the people in this room were going to get fired, uh, but they didn't. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then uh, yeah, meanwhile, Tom, whoopsie doodle, wrong bet, my guy. <laughs> All of a sudden, being the cool nephew gets you nothing <laughs> yeah and greg being on the outs with tom greg, greg still putting definitely put my, appeared my to greg. greg greg seemed to be the first person in the entire episode who was making a play a soft play to be sure but he was just like I am very sad as a member of this family. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like that was Greg attempting to play the game that we've seen everybody also, else play. The most likely source of the press leak. Oh, for sure. Oh shoot, I I didn't even think about that. Part. If if not him, it's from him, right? He said something a yeah. little too loud. Someone overheard. Like, yeah, totally. he he may not have done it on purpose, but he certainly he uh, had I reporter I friends. Know this. I didn't know that the newsweek were... was right there. Yeah, uh, hire me for ADR. How do we feel yeah. about the kayfabe that the LA Times played? Oh, right. This? I'm glad you. I, I meant to bring that up. Uh, horrible. I, I absolutely hated it. Really? Uh, it, can, yeah. can we set this up for folks if they didn't see it? The LA Times published Sunday evening 
in their entertainment section a faux obituary for Logan Roy. They published that today, maybe? I'm not, I'm not mad at all. Uh, that's a spoiler. That's a huge spoiler it, because the headline says Logan Roy dies. It, hold uh, on. So, so this came out before the move, the, the show, this came out immediately at the end of the show. So if you watched it in real time at the end, the LA times published the obituary, uh, in the, the 1990s, uh, maybe that's fine. All right. But in this world where everybody starts things at different times, uh, I don't know. It just really bothered me that they they uh, they went and put that because the reviews of this episode on Variety today just make vague statements about like the shocking uh, you know thing in Succession. So if you know, you know. But if you're not, you're you're not spoiled. Uh, that that just that just seemed I don't know seemed crappy to to just put that right there in the headline. Tom, uh, masterfully written, uh, love the concept, love the idea. Just didn't like the timing. We've been doing versions of the show for coming up on 14 years, Tom. In general, you tend to be the, I don't understand the problem with spoilers. It happened. It's out. It's news, whatever. Uh, no, they literally put it in the headline of, of my position. I have been the person who says we are oversensitive about spoilers and that, that the idea that, you know, saying that there's a boat in this episode is not a spoiler saying the thing that surprisingly happened in an episode minutes after it's ended before a lot of people have watched it. Yeah, no, I I'm, I'm, there's a line and that's on the other side of my line. Cordkillers at gmail.com. That's that's really interesting because I, now granted, I did not experience it the way you experienced it, which was out of order, I assume. No, I didn't experience it out of order. I'm just saying it was there like the minute I finished the, the show and I didn't put a link into our group chat because I wasn't sure if Brian had finished watching it and I didn't want to spoil it for him. Yeah, and and you you were correct because I was a few minutes behind you guys, but um, uh, I don't know. I I I rather liked that they did that. I liked that they used enough soft language to indicate the fictional character. Oh yeah, you know. No, I, I saw people like, oh, this is about abuse of the press and fake news. I don't have any of those objections. It was in the entertainment section. Logan Roy, clearly not a real person. I'm not worried about any of that. And like I said, I thought it was well-written. I thought it was well done. I just didn't like that they put that in the headline on their website and on their app uh, at a time when you wouldn't do that in a normal story about that. Yeah. But maybe uh, I'm crazy. Maybe maybe I've, I've finally gone off the deep end into spoiler time. Do, uh, do you think I, the idea does. was to like make it more of a, like a push notification thing? Like people would watch live and then suddenly you know at the end of the episode once we're really pretty sure like that like i could see a world where someone thought that is what would happen but absolutely what they did like that that's part of like 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 uh the reality in your television screen has bled out into your other screen yeah Yeah. which is the concept yeah i really do but but there's no way to know who has watched or is is watching it live Worrying about like West Coast feed, and they mentioned in the chat. Oh, good point, There's G. James B. Yeah, because on HBO Max, you're not watching it West Coast feed. But if if you are actually old fashioned, watching <laughs> it only on TV at a time when you're only going to get it three hours later than the rest of the co- the yeah. rest of the country. Yeah. Uh, good 
episode. I mean, episode. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I really can't say much more than than that. That's Succession, season three, episode three.